there's certain things that happen in a woman's body mm. when she is carrying a child. And in some women, chemicals get imbalanced and she will experience a form or can experience a type of depression and there are different types mm. of depression. So uh, maternal mental illness is a mental illness that occurs during pregnancy or in the first year after childbirth. In South Africa, mental illness during and after pregnancy is actually very common. So about one third of pregnant women in South Africa experience depression or anxiety. Maternal mental health problems can range from anxiety, low mood and depression to psychosis. So we've heard of those stories of a mother who just suddenly wants to drown her child. It can be that extreme, mm. but it can also be the not so extreme where a mother complains of, I just am not connecting with this child. This yes. concept of bundle of joy makes no sense. It's to foreign me. to me. Mm. Yes, it just, mm. what am I supposed to be feeling? And mm. why am I feeling guilty about the fact that I feel zero love for this mm. child? Yes, mm. where, where your entire, you could have even, your entire pregnancy been so excited, so joyful. The baby is born and you're like, what now? Mm. What must can happen? So it's actually quite a serious thing, which is why we have the fantastic King Loot in studio, mother of twins, <laughs> hip and hop. <laughs> I'm sure they've got so many nicknames now. Hippity hip, hippity hip. hop. <laughs> you pee and yo. <laughs> When you call them together, UPO, UPO. <laughs> They're literally Wiki 1 and Wiki 2. Wiki, Wiki, Wiki. Wiki, Wiki. Wiki, Wiki. Wiki. <laughs> so, yes, we, we are making jokes and all that kind of thing. But yes. um, there are so many myths, misconceptions mm -hmm. around any kind of uh, mental illness that occurs around pregnancy and childbirth. Yeah. Maybe we can just start with you sharing your personal story with us and maybe also what you knew before you got pregnant versus what you know now right so i sure i think i think i don't even know if i actually knew nothing so i've i've always been the person that didn't want children at mm. all never mm. planned to always talk about it was very vocal about it you see things can change yeah <laughs> uh, <we have> <laughs> And there was also that pressure all the time of like everybody saying, oh, no, you'll change your mind when mm, you get to a certain mm, age and mm. you'll probably want this when you're much older and mm. all of that. And I was always like, guys, I definitely don't. Um, and when I found out I was pregnant, I found out I was having twins the same day I found out I was pregnant, which is very early in my pregnancy. And I was literally the angriest girl in the universe. I was wow. upset, like mm. genuinely, genuinely like angry yeah. uh, and I, I think I, I took it out on, on my partner and I was just like I, I don't want this so he gave you two reasons to be upset I was really really upset and I went through a lot for quite a few months and mm. it was it was a lot to take in especially because it's twins yeah um, you know t termination was never an option um, I was actually about to ask that because, of course, there's a big conversation ha happening yes. around abortion laws internationally. Yes, yes. Why wasn't it an option for you? I, I just, I was, I mean, I'm 29. Do you mm. know what I mean? As much as I didn't want this, I'm here, you know. Um, mm. I think another thing is just like, if you really didn't want it, you could have tried a little harder. Mm. You, you know. know what I mean? <laughs> You got to have those honest conversations with yourself sometimes. Like you could have really, really, I mean, mistakes happen, life happens, but this is where I'm at right now. So let's write, let's, let's write it out. Um, but I was very scared. I was very overwhelmed and, and I had a very, I had a very smooth pregnancy, but my emotions were all over the place. Yeah. So half the time I was very anxious. I was very sad. I was very nervous. I was very scared. It was just like a shame. I feel so sorry for my guy, actually, now that I think about it. <laughs> I love how you just realized that now <laughs> after all this time. 
We're going to take a little break. Mm -hmm. When we come back, we're going to ask you this question. So maybe just think about it. Okay. So these two little souls, hip and hop, arrive. Yes. And then what happens to you in your head? Loot Love is in the building. King Loot to you. Yes. We're hanging out with Loot Love. We are talking postpartum depression. Uh, some call it a mood disorder. It uh, affects approximately 10 to 15% of adult mothers yearly. It can last for up to four years, believe it or not. Wow. We're hanging out with Loot Love. She posted this on social media the other day. I'm about to down coffee cup number three because, like, you know, you know how you have like AA or whatever? Oh, hi. I'm Lute and I'm an addict. I really feel like we should have those weekly meetings for new moms. So, mm. hi, I'm Lute. I'm a new mom. I don't know what I'm doing. It's Goey. I've been pooped on, peed on. I'm tired. And that's just the um, dad. <laughs> I can't wow. even go to Lute because I'm mother of two. That even rhymes. Hi, Keith. <laughs> that's not even that's cute in my life, guys. Like, uh, <laughs> I'm tired. I have to put a filter on because if I don't, it's Goey. I'm even wearing my mom dress. I have a mom dress. Last I checked, I was getting loot. Mm-hmm. Last I checked, I was, I was popping. I was dope. It was cute. Now I have a mom dress. See, see. How the new moms? How the twin moms? <laughs> no, getting back into work. What I'm And you know, we laugh, mm. but it's real. Yeah. It's very real. That, for instance, like you said, you found out you're pregnant, not just pregnant, but with twins. Yeah. Then the anger sets in. Yeah. Then you eventually accept that this yeah. is where we are. Mm. Yeah. The kids arrive, and then what? And you know what? I, I on the actual day, so I didn't sleep because um, I'm an anxiety person. So I didn't sleep the week before um, we went in for for the op. Um, and then I remember the night before, my mom was like, "Dude, uh, you guys aren't even like." Showing any bit of excitement, like what is going on? You're not even like happy. You're not even. I'm just like, um, fam. I'm like scared. Okay. Do you say that to your mom, fam? Like, I wouldn't say that. I was just like in my head. I was just like, I'm so scared. Like, do you do you realize what's about to happen? My life is never going to be the same again. It hasn't been the same for the last eight months or so. Um, and like, I I just I'm so overwhelmed. I don't even know what I'm feeling. And right now, excitement is not it. Like. Excitement is not the first thing on my mind. Um, and then we went in. And guys, I swear to you, when they put the girls on my chest, I didn't cry. I just looked at them like WTF. Yeah. I was just like, wow. Mm. Okay. Uh, there's no turning back. Like it got real. Like I couldn't, I didn't cry. I was just like, and then the next thing is like, oh, pop one and one boob, pop one and one boob. Oh, we're feeding. Oh, we're going back. I'm just like, S-H-I-T. Yeah. Like, Oh no, it's over. My life is over. It's done. Like I can't believe this. And you obviously have to feed at the same time mm, and mm. and you go back into the room and everybody's been waiting and you're just tired, you're overwhelmed. I I literally I was just like, okay. It's done. It's over. It's so over for me. Like the feelings you felt. Yeah. Would you say that got as bad as I was depressed? Or it was just the frustration of now there's all of I this admin it, and I must love these two souls. It's it's frustration, it's shock, it's fear. Um, I think I was more uh, pre, I had pre-postal depression, if anything, mm. not post. So okay. I had so much anxiety. So prenatal depression. I mean, sorry, prenatal, yeah. It, it was more of that. I was very scared while I was pregnant. I was uncomfortable. I hated everything. I was 
off balance i was just a complete mess versus post and i think a lot of the posts had um well the pressure that was less because my mom was there the entire time so my mom was there in the last month and into the birth and into the next uh, couple of months mm-hmm. um so i think that had a lot to do with where i was at emotionally mentally just a lot of help and support mm-hmm. also had a very uh, close friend of mine who was there as well so i think that kind of eased everything out but there was no pressure for my mom it wasn't like oh you must know what to do or oh, you must love them immediately like i still sometimes get very like okay you guys are mine Okay, cool. I think now I'm getting closer to them. Now I'm warming up to them now mm. because they react and they kind of like smile when they see me. Now it feels like a relationship, mm. which is like a couple of months later. But the whole time I've kind of been in limbo like, oh, mm. what do you mean I have to feed you? What yeah. do you mean I have mm. to? I'm tired. I don't want to get up. Like, and I can't I think, do this. I think also for, for, for those of us that aren't mothers, we're not aware of the uh, development stages that a baby goes through because the first month and a bit a baby literally believes they are an extension of their mother yeah. they think you are one person exactly mm. so like what you're saying about now they're responding to you yeah now they know you're a d- another individual yes, exactly but they know they need you still exactly exactly and then there's also like the pressure of things like oh i must breastfeed because mm. if i don't breastfeed what am i feeding my kid what's going on with all these formulas is it good for them is mm. it not um and and actually i'm i'm done i literally like kicked them off my boobs i said all the best i think we can comfortably say that luda is under stress less depression because depression gave man an enchilet we can't run away from such things guys i always tell people carry There are things that are meant for a certain group of people. The elites. The elites. Yes. Like Oranya. Oh, understand. <laughs> Runa, like, like, like people like us, fresh. Ba, 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 in fact, they put NYA in Oranya. <laughs> wow. I, I, I just went for, for an operation. I like, got a, a hyperactive thyroid. Oh, understand. I got a in Chalet. Wow. Oh, understand. But I got three piles of kilos. Wow. Yo, our resident hyperactive thyroidism. Incredible. Also, mm. <laughs> no, it's, it's somebody always says to me, if you don't know the word Gaswana mm. or Gaswuli, ayeyo. Mm. It yes. doesn't exist. How? Oh, what's the so, hermaphrodite? Oh. <laughs> May I just debunk what he's just said because I suffer from the whole same thing. And you looked at me and said Aba. in this whole room I'm the poor looking one. No, 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 I said going on an challenge. I did say we're going on challenge the family. May we go for news guys. We're hanging out with Amazing. our comedian co-host Stop Nonsense. So, we're talking not only about postpartum depression, but sometimes just the guilt that comes with feeling like I'm not connecting with these kids mm. yet. Mm. And the judgment, the judgment from people mm. because we already have ideas in our minds. of what women should and shouldn't be doing before yes. they become mothers. Yeah. Yeah. Now that you're a mother, suddenly everybody's a parenting expert. Mm-hmm. Cuz yeah. I'm sure now when you're out people are like, "Why haven't you? Why also? Why also?" Oh, you know what? I got a I got a RBF. So nobody asked me co- like what do you mean? Oh, the oh, I get it. Face, okay. right? So nobody asked me like hexy questions, but I think the one thing I I kind of like struggled with was uh having conversations with my mom mm. and how she felt versus how I felt were completely different. So she yeah. was very excited. She was very too fi- like she was very happy to finally have me in her arms. It was yes. like this beautiful experience for her. Now it's just like, uh okay, this can't relate. Them. They're both screaming, I'm tired. They mm. want they both got colic and this is happening and I'm not sleeping and there's no 
know, routine and like one sleeps, one wakes up. Like, when do I rest? When do I breathe? When do I get to get a break? And, and, you, st- it, and you still have your firstborn also. And, <laughs> <laughs> the one that was weeing on you to begin with. <laughs> wow, guys. Wow. <laughs> so, okay. So we, we also, over and above having an award-winning uh, comedian, we also have a mother who... It's not yet award-winning as a mother. Yeah. <laughs> no, definitely not. And who just quit breastfeeding. I, I wanted to, yeah. to, to pick up on, on, on that. Before we do that, mm-hmm. we're going to take a break and we're going to come back and talk about you and saying, enough, I want my titties back. <laughs> 6.47, Fresh Breakfast on Metro FM. We're hanging out with Loot Love. Thank you for all of uh, your tweets and uh, your WhatsApps. Uh, Buizi says, I can relate to Loot Love. But family then treats you like because you're a mother, you're supposed to have a PhD in terms of what needs to Mm -hmm. be done or what ought to happen. Mm. Nos says, I'm enjoying Lute Love's uh, candid interview regarding postnatal depression and the anxiety of being a first-time mother. Mm. We also have on Twitter, Caramel Butter, Emily, who says, what? She stopped breastfeeding. My son is one year old and here I'm feeling guilty and crying because I'll be stopping soon. Why so early, Lute? Please enlighten us, girl. In oh, fact, I just... In fact, if I'm not mistaken, you used to sometimes breastfeed and be in tears at the same time. Mm. Yeah, so I... I it's I, Breastfeeding, first of all, is not fun. It's not nice. It's very painful. It's a very difficult thing to do. I think a lot of people think it's just like beautiful yeah. moment where you're like bonding the, with the babies the and it's like instincts kick yeah, in. and it's like all the angels come out and the then there's swans. like <laughs> harmonicas and just like oh, it's actually the whales it's so oh, difficult. Oh. Like I <laughs> I literally got the shock of my life first of all at the pain you experience mm-hmm. when you're breastfeeding like when your babies latch on it's literally sore it's yeah. very very sore and every time they slip off you go through that pain again um and that's something you experience all day because you're constantly breastfeeding and especially when there's two yes. and you have to do it at the same time cuz not like one says oh okay I'll wait for you to be done you're 10 they're crying at the same time they want food at the same time and in the beginning you're feeling quite a lot um but what started happening with me is with my mom, we realized that I actually wasn't making enough milk for both of them. Mm. So then we introduced formula um, mm. in week three, which is also a disaster because we started off with the wrong formula. It was a bad reaction. Mm. There was just, it was a mess. Um, and then after some time, I was just like, actually, this, I don't, I don't enjoy this. It's not, it's not like fun for me. It's actually a very frustrating process. You mm. know what I mean? Um, and which in turn can also frustrate the baby. Yes, yeah. you know what I mean? And I, I just feel like if there's formula, I was doing both at the same so I would start with the like, kind of start off with breastfeeding and then finish and top up with with, um, with formula. Um, but after some time, I was just like, I don't want to do it anymore. Um, it's not, it's not, I don't know, personal, but they are being full, but I filled up, excuse me, by the formula. So I don't mm. think it should be a problem. And literally after some time, I figured, okay, cool. Look, this is it. I'm done. Sure. Also, they're quite big. So. Yeah. yeah. I wonder heavy. why. <laughs> <laughs> they're quite heavy. And it's yeah. just like, I don't want to put myself through the pressure of constantly feeling like I have to do something where I'm, I'm frustrated. Mm. I'm crying. Like I was saying, at a moment where I was sitting and I was holding both of them and I was sitting on, on I have this really cute feeding chair. And my mom was sitting in front of me and I burst into tears. Mm. And that's all I, all I, all I could do was cry. And she sat with me in silence and they were feeding happily. And I was just what's like, some, um, what's wrong with her? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what's going on? Jeez, girl. Like you're um, making noise. What are you doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? And I wasn't, but that's the thing. It was like one of those silent, defeated mm. cries. And it's just the frustration and, uh, I, I don't know, the, the emotional yeah. strain and stress that comes with having to do something. You feel like, okay, I'm actually, 
I'm exhausted. Yeah. Mm. I, I do, and it's it, like they're pulling and sucking the life out of you, literally. We've got uh, Bonolo on the line. Bonolo, good morning. Hi, everybody. How are you? We're good. Go ahead. Uh, Lute is listening. Hi, Lute. Hey, um, Bonolo. How are you? Good thing. I'm actually tired, but I'm okay. Ah, um, girl. From I'm a recent mother of twins, premature twins, born at 25 weeks. Ooh. Um, they are 10 months now. Oh, Almost uh, 8 kgs each. Uh, it's a boy and a girl. And I just wanted to like share a brief my experience because I think I also went through a phase, I wouldn't say depression, mm-hmm. but I went through a phase where I ended up seeing a psychiatrist and, you know, and I was on medication because everything, and I'm a single mom. So everything sure. is just going wrong. The mm-hmm. twins are fighting for their lives. My relationship is going out the window. In, in fact, Bonolo, if, if you don't yeah. mind us disturbing you just for a second, we're going to take a short break and we'll come okay. back and carry on with your story. We're talking uh, postpartum depression, amongst other things, uh, feelings of guilt as a new mother. And I think also the importance of having a present partner. Mm. Um, as uh, Bonolo alluded to, uh, Bonolo has uh, two premature twins and mm. she's raising them one woman mm. Bonola, welcome back thank you guys oh my lord <laughs> um as i was saying uh so i'm going through this change of being a single mom alone i'm a new mom of preemies who are fighting for their lives and now have to be a mother so my challenge has been uh, when i was still in hospital i couldn't i didn't make enough milk for them so I ended up having to get donor breast milk, which I had to pay for. Mm. But eventually I, I got for free. And then I had to be there every day. There was always something. And then I had to take care of myself. In the midst of everything, I wouldn't classify it as depression, but I went through a hole. Mm. And then I went to see a psychologist, which referred me to a psychiatrist. I was on medication for a month just to mm. try and be in a good state of mind. And now we're back home. The twins are 10 months. Um, they're teething. They're all over. They don't sleep at the same time. One wants your time. It's just all over the place. Mm. But I do have a, a good support structure. My parents are there. It's just that they expect you to do everything mm-hmm. and know everything. Mm. You know, like Ruth uh, Vigil, when she said, you can't even go to the ladies. Mm. Like, I ended up having taking both twins, put them wow. in a chair, and eventually go to the ladies. Mm. Because it just isn't time for you. And for them, mm. so you have to. So I do understand what you're going through, and um, it does get better, you know. Even though um, when you're going through the process, it's hard, but when they smile at you, like you say, now they're reacting. You mm. know, they they laughing, there's giggles there and there. That's um, that's the part where you should look forward to. You know, I know it's hard because they poop on you. Like mine last week was in hospital the whole week because mm. he had bronchitis. Mm. I had I didn't go to work. I was in the hospital the whole week. But you just show up, you know, and at the end of the day, you're a great mom and a super mom and um, sure. you rock at it. You with are your, a super with our mom. Money, Jason. So much respect for you. You are a super mom. Like I can't imagine having to experience all of that. You know what I mean? Like I would, I would literally break down. So I, I think like big ups and your love and strength to you. Like, sure. Thank, Thank you, you so much, yeah. Bonolo. Loot the importance of partner support. Look, I, I, I 
I don't think any woman should have to ever do this on her own. Yeah. Ever, ever. You know what I mean? Especially because the thing is, you can get support from your mom, you can get support from your dad if your dad is there for you. You can get support from friends, but it's so important to have the support of the person who did who, this with you, who made this, who made this, this baby with you, and their presence and their their emotional support is what you need the most. You mm. know what I mean? Because you break down a lot, you're unsure a lot. You need reassurance. Uh, you need comfort. Sometimes you just need a hug. You know what I mean? Mm. Sometimes you just need somebody who is just going to make you feel like it's okay. We kind of both know what we're doing right now, but it's fine. Um, and I think men really, really need to tap into that. Like a, a, lot, a lot of men become babies also, yeah. and they yeah. just become this third sort of child yes. that you have. And you're just like, uh, I really am dealing with a no, lot. You must breastfeed I mean? and cook. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I'm, I'm coming back from a major operation. My body's recovering. My emotions and my mind and my soul is trying to find its way back. I've got two new kids. I definitely don't need you as well to be a child. But yes. I guess that's also part of their process and part of them adjusting. Mm. Sometimes they just don't know how to, I yeah. don't know, just yeah. team up with you. Because they don't really know what's going on half sure. the time. Only mm. you, And you don't even know what's going on. Mm. But the importance of the presence of your partner in every single way is 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 magical especially on days where you don't feel like loving these children exactly it it it, it helps that there's the partner there mm. to compensate where you're feeling like in fact i don't want these children right now or even in days where you don't feel like loving your partner yes. because you just don't have the time you don't mm. have you don't have time for yourself you know i actually in the beginning would barely get a chance to shower mm. guys the most basic thing mm. in the mm. world you literally have 5 minutes or less if i would switch on the shower by the time i get in it's time to get out you know i'm tired just listening to you <laughs> but you know you, know, you, know, what, you know what i respect is that like we, we need people to be more candid about the realities because we we promote this image of super mom you know yes. i'm going to be able to bake those perfect no. cupcakes and the soccer match and do the job you can have it all ladies no but, but before we get into it we've got chantelle on the line chantelle good morning Hi guys. Hey. Um, my little one is 17 months now. When I was late, I was supposed to give birth on the 28th of November in 2017, and I I had to go for an emergency C-section. Mm. The night before, on the 3rd of December, everybody was calling me nonstop, and I actually told all of them to just f off because mm. I was just I wanted this baby out. Mm. And then on the fourth, when I had the baby, I didn't want the baby. Mm. And everybody was forcing to come to, the, to visit me. The baby daddy was excited. If, if I think at that time, if they, somebody was going to come take the baby, I think I would have said yes. I didn't want the baby. Mm. I spent three days in hospital and she was crying nonstop. Mm. And the nurse was forcing me to feed her. Mm. She was forcing me to console her. And I really didn't want my baby. I was so frustrated. I think it took me about a week to actually adjust and you know, my mind and be like, this is my child. She's going nowhere. Yeah. And then I think I started loving her. Probably after maybe three months when wow. I had bonded with her. But the first week was horrible. Yeah. The day of the birth, I didn't want anyone to come visit me. I think the person that came was my mom and my boyfriend. The rest I told them, don't come. Please don't mm. come. I don't want to see anyone. Even when the baby was born, I didn't want anyone near me. It's mm. just, just, just so frustrating. Yeah. 
But now I love her. She's the best thing ever. Mm. Chantal, thank you so much for sharing your story. She might be raising twins, but is she smarter than a primary school kid? Mm. Loot love is in the building. <laughs> Good morning, Lisedi. Morning. Hello, Lisedi. How are you doing? I'm good. We're good. How old are you? I'm eight years old. Uh, Loot Love is here. What's your first question for her? Oh my God. The first question is, who is the, sh- the Shield's new member in WWE? Excuse me? Who's the newest member? Where? WWE. Oh. Anaman. <laughs> who Loot. is the newest Gimma. member at WWE? I only remember about Rey Mysterio, so I have no and, idea. And you're wrestling two children right now. Um, now you must know wrestling. Maybe you're the newest member. <laughs> Who's the Shield's new member in WWE? I don't know. The Shield's new member? Yes. Oh. Hmm. I don't know. AKA. Take a guess. <laughs> wow. Is it, is it AKA? <laughs> <laughs> what's the answer, please? AJ Styles. AJ Styles. You should know these things. I definitely oh will in future when we're watching wrestling. When you find the time. <laughs> Let's say the next question, please. Which lion is the biggest lion between a male and a female? Which is the biggest lion? lion between lion. a male, and, male and, a and a female. Between mm. the lion and the lioness, which is bigger? The male. Lion of Judah. Is it the male? Yes. Yay! Yay! Good one. Loot Love won. <laughs> they said he won. What's your last question? The last question is Who wrote a diary of a wimpy kid? Who wrote who? Diary oh, of a Wimpy yes. Kid? Who wrote it? Oh, terrible. I don't know. <laughs> we have like, <laughs> we have every box set Fresh air. in our house. <laughs> Take a guess. Make up a name. Mm. Yeah, make up a name. Make so. up a name. <laughs> It's tricky first. Do you want to answer this one? <laughs> no. You can't call a friend. Uh, why not? It's not that type of show. Oh, um, sure. Mm. I don't know. Shakespeare. Sadie, what's the answer? Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Is Shakespeare. it Shakespeare? The answer is Jeff Kinney. Jeff Kinney. Jeff Kinney. Jeff Kinney. Oh, I thought, yeah. you, I thought you said just kidding. Oh. I was like, wait, what? No, it's not a joke. <laughs> the child won. It's just, you're, congratulations. You're Liz amazing. Eddie, congratulations. Thanks for the brilliant questions. Uh, who do you want to say hi to? I want to say hi to my family and all my friends. Great stuff. Listen, we love you very much. Thanks for being a part of the show, okay? Okay. So we have life-changing Lerato in the building. We're also still hanging out with Loot Love. Uh, more from Loot Love uh, after this. We are hanging out with and wrapping up with Loot Love. We've been talking about not only motherhood, but the guilt that sometimes accompanies what you're not feeling versus what society expects you to feel mm-hmm. or what you might have read motherhood is about. Yeah. It's this perfect thing where the baby's poo once a day mm. and, <laughs> and you have time for yourself. Right. You have time to even have tea. Mm-hmm. And you're raising twins. So yeah. it's, it's been a rough journey. There's no time for tea. There's barely time to eat, but you have to eat because, well, a lot of the time, you know, when you're breastfeeding, you obviously need to make sure that you are, you know, nourished. You don't want to feed the kids absolutely nothing. Um, but I think the thing about it is, like, it's definitely 
a messy time of your life and I think that should be okay. This this idea that everything should be perfect and flowing and yes. easy and with the perfect support structure, even with the perfect support structure, it could really be a terrible time and that should be okay. You know, I think we need to put less pressure on ourselves. Um, and, and actually, when you can eventually take time out, take time out. You know, like uh, a lot of the time now, um, my guy will sleep with the kids kids at night and then I'll get a full night's rest because I'm kind yes. of with them all the time during the day. Sure. Um, so small things like that make a very big difference. Obviously, we do have an enemy. We've got somebody that's helping us. Um, but it's just like take time out. If you leave the house, leave the house. Mm. Like don't call and check in every two seconds because you also carry that guilt of, okay, I'm back at work now or I'm, I'm doing other things. I'm going to meet up with friends and whatever. And you feel guilty for being outside the house and taking time out for yourself. And I think that's one thing you really, really need to do and be sure. selfish about that, you know? Mm. Um, if it means locking yourself in the loo for 15 minutes, do it. I mean, unless it's an emergency, then just yeah. do it. If that's the only way you can take time out, do it. Just yeah. do it, yeah. We have a tweet from Stembile. I can totally relate to loot love. I went through the exact same thing. I got to a point where I didn't even want to have sex that caused a lot of problems in my relationship. Today, my president is six years old. We love him with all our hearts. And that's that also like a real thing. You know what I mean? Like women go through so much when you're healing, when you're changing. And then there's the pressure of, oh, yeah, you must have sex again. You and must be like, li libidinous all of a sudden again. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, hi, they just cut me in half. Do you yeah. mind? <laughs> Do you mind? Do you, I'm still trying to get it together or whatever. And I think we just are under so much pressure. And, you know, society is very, very unfair uh, on women and very hard on women and that's the one time it should really be a, a team and a community of people constantly supporting and showing love i mean your body just changed you've got marks all over the place your stomach is doing weird things your mm. everything is different you know so the least everybody can do is just you know pretend i look good even though i really look like i haven't mm -hmm. slept in seven years just yeah. like lie to me for two minutes so people mustn't say how do you look tired i know <laughs> i but know i saw myself when i walked past the mirror i definitely <laughs> saw that i haven't slept in weeks in fact when i look in this child's eye i can see my reflection okay. do, you know, <laughs> do you know what i mean like oh but don't you think like or like because i have i have this take out it's like a generational shift you know what i'm saying because our moms they didn't even care about this um, support structure from our dads and other because our dads would leave, mm. go work and come back. Mm. We can defend, you know what I'm saying? Mm. But they were not as soft. That's why everybody's lady the dumb cops is on You know what I'm saying? No. I think you guys are not soft. <laughs> They're soft. Look at fresh now. You're soft. No. I just I'm just no, sad we are. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. no I'm, I'm like, but loot. Put the chair down. <laughs> Look, I, I understand what you're trying to say, but yes. the problem is, ne, it's easy to compare what our mothers went through to say our generation is soft. They suffered in ways that we can never even find words for. And that's scarred yeah. for life. Exactly. And that's yeah. scarred for and life. Unnecessarily. soft. As this WhatsApp says that men really need to, daddies need to wear mother's shoes and feel the things that mothers go through yeah. at specific time. We need you to be there, all hands on deck and Literally. crying emoji. It may make things a lot lighter. Hashtag mm. postpartum. Instead you come mm. home and you're like, or are the children sleeping? So what's for dinner? Uh, uh, fam, uh? I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't even need to eat at this point. I'm going to bed. Thanks. Like it's 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 a thing, guys. It's a really it's a it's a real thing. And also, I think 
Like I always, my mom always tells me a story of how my grandmother would wake her up at 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. I have some man napkin first okay. and whatever. And if I think about having to do that on top of everything else that I have to do, I would have broken down. So I think for me, with each generation, it should really change. You should be allowed to be soft. You should be yes. allowed to not know. You should be allowed to wake up later. I mean, like past seven or whatever the, mm. t- the case is and it's like mm. okay I was up the whole night mm. and can I take sense. a nap and that our mothers and grandmothers survived in inverted commas exactly doesn't mean it was okay exactly mm. it does not mean that they're now not bitter mm. or broken. angry or yeah. broken and I think what's beautiful about my mom is she's so hell-bent on making sure that what her experience was is not mine so she's made it as comfortable and as beautiful and as open as possible as it should be you Mm. know what i mean so Mm. there's no need to wake up at 5 a.m there is a need maybe but there's no need if the kids were up at five and now we're napping let's all nap loot yes i'd like to nominate you uh in uh president uh, ramaphosa's new cabinet as as uh the uh, minister of reality checks Let's do it. Um, be- because, you know, your story is exactly that. That motherhood is not the roses mm. and the rose gardens a lot of people make it out to be. Exactly. And it's okay to be vulnerable about that too. Mm. You have to and be. And thank you for being so vocal because there's so many women who don't have voices in their own homes. Mm. Right. And hearing the story to validate mm. what they're feeling to say, I thought I was the only one. Yeah. Right. So thank you for doing that. Um, I, I, we don't take for granted what you are putting yourself through mm. by opening yourself up to people who are ready to bite your head off. Yeah, always. Oh, I've already got somebody, ooh, you already stopped breastfeeding. Yeah. I'm just like, babe. You're, you're a bad mother. Ooh. <laughs> have to. Call and child then line. come talk to me. All right? <laughs> <Yes>. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. much for having me, guys. And uh, to all the people that think, ah, she's a bad mother. Here's the number for mm. child line. It's 08... <laughs> <laughs> Swipe. <laughs>